And so, but in that time, in hindsight, I know that God was working on us, through us. We had to get rid of a lot of stuff. He still had some attachments and soul ties to the ex-girlfriend. I had some insecurity issues that I still had to work out. I had to, um, had some submissive issues that I had to work out. I had been a single divorced mom for a period of time, and so I'm doing this thing on my own. It's just me and my kid. I don't need you. I don't need you. And I had to work on that. That was hard. I still dip back and forth into that 14 years later because I'm like, I know how to do this by myself if you let me. If you let me do one. it, I can do this by myself. I'm trying one. to do it with you, but listen, right? So I had to work on that. Um, and he had his own things that you had to yeah. work out. I mean, what the, the biggest um, piece of luggage that I was carrying around was that ex. I, the door, the store, the door still wasn't closed. Even though we were not together, I still had these unresolved feelings. Like, okay, what if? So I had to get get closure on that before I can move on with 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 anybody. So once I got closure and I closed that door, that's when it was a year. It was a year later. That's when it was finally revealed to me. Um, so met in 05, then 06 comes. My family is in town. I had, I had moved uh, to Georgia after Hurricane Katrina. So my family comes down to 06 for Megafest during the summer. And uh, we're sitting at the table. And I had come and, down too. And she had came <laughs> down for Megafest. So she, I invited her, her over and um, my family just loved her. She was beautiful. My, my, my mom said she looks like a model. So she was just instantly, you know, just meshing well with my family. So we're sitting there eating dinner at this restaurant. And my sister, who is, she hadn't really liked anybody who I'd ever brought home, my older sister. And she leans over to me. She was like, man. Can she be my sister-in-law? I was like, what? <laughs> and it was just like so were sparks you guys went off. Dating at this? We never. Never. Dated. Never. So never. It just mm. It just was friends. We were just friends. Through this whole year of being processed and going through things, we were just friends. We never dated. She lived in New York. I lived in Louis well, Georgia after Hurricane Katrina. Cause uh, after we came home from Vegas. Katrina hit weeks later. A couple of weeks later, yeah, a couple of weeks later. Wow. Because we we came home from Vegas, um, August 18th. Katrina hit August 29th. So I moved here September 11th of 05. So, despite the tragedy of Hurricane Katrina, it allowed you to move to Georgia mm -hmm. and attend the Mega Fest which I don't know, you may have, may not have gone to, but because you were in Georgia, you were a part of it. You went, you came down from New, New York, York to, in, to go to, to go Fest. to make a yes, fest. That was my whole intention. I, I'm just marveling at how God, like we look at things and sometimes we can look at things in a negative aspect 
but I'm seeing here if you just change your perspective oh, how you how God can use what can, can be considered as negative to work out for you I mean it says it mm-hmm. it's gonna work out for your good mm-hmm. it, you have to be willing to let it to let God do the work mm-hmm. oh, okay I'm sorry I just and let me just say right after Right after we got back from Vegas, I was my daughter was about seven or eight at the time, however old she was in 2005. But we sat in my room and I said, I think I want to move. This is before I knew he was even coming to Atlanta. And my daughter at the time was obsessed with Texas. And she was like, can we move to Texas? Because it was the biggest state on the map and she's eight. And she's like, can we move to Texas? And I said, no. I said, but you know what, baby? I think I'm thinking about Atlanta. I said, I said, two years, we're moving to Atlanta. And um, I said, God, that's where I want to go. I said, I want to start fresh. I want to start new. I want to go somewhere nobody knows me. I just want to start my new life there. Um, Katrina hits, he moves to Georgia. And when he told me where he was, because I searched for him, remember, I was like calling and searching for you. Are you okay? And doing all of those things. He said, yeah, I moved to Atlanta with my brother. And he doesn't know this, but I was on the phone and I almost like collapsed because I had already gotten Daryl James Emery as your husband. Mm-hmm. I had this conversation with my eight-year-old that we're going to move to Atlanta in two years. And then he moves there. And I'm like, mm. what? <laughs> confirmation okay, yeah. beyond confirmation. Beyond. Ah. And, mm. and because... I said this before, because I've learned to live my life always expecting God to answer my questions, to answer my requests, to answer my concerns. What some may deem as super spiritual, I'm just like, no, Lord's talking to me. And so (laughs) when he told me he had moved to Atlanta with his brother, I was like, okay, Lord, I heard that. Because it made, it confirmed my, hey, why would I choose that place out of I'm a New Yorker. I can move to any metro city. Like, I could have. And I said, I think we're going to move to Georgia, Lexi. I said, I want you to see grass and trees. Like, I want you to grow up there. I, I had no idea. And so, like he said, fast forward, July 2006. Oh, but go until ahead. Until you said that, I never put that piece of the puzzle together, how, how, how strategic God is. And... Megafest We're over here having was in guys. <laughs> Atlanta. Yes. Megafest was in Atlanta. Yes. Absolutely. You were coming down to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Because we hadn't we hadn't really been in, in, in communication like we that. We had actually fallen but, off for a while and I was right. like, deuces, dude. Right. <laughs> I was but over she him. was coming to Megafest. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I I was in Atlanta. God I, needed I to never, put you. We had actually stopped talking because I was I was over him. I was done. I was very mad at him um, because there are so many other things that happened, and I just don't even know if we have enough time to even go through that. But I was just we had stopped talking for a period of time because I wanted him to realize that I was not a what. Do you remember what I would tell you? You're not a girlfriend. You're a wife. I'm not a girlfriend. I'm a wife. I'm not a placeholder. Mm-hmm. You can't just put me here till you figure out what you're gonna do and then come back for me. We're not doing that. So I just made it very clear. I'm not a placeholder. Mind you, we were never in a relationship. We never, but we were in a relationship. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Just like from day one, that um, unspoken relationship, we were in it. But there was nothing concrete. Right. On my end, it was. On his end, it was. I was operating as his wife before I got 
with the ring and the last name. He was not because he hadn't known yet. Mm-hmm. And so I was mad at him for not operating in his role as husband, but we were not married. I just got it before him. And so MegaFest comes around. His family invites me to dinner. His sister says what she says, like, can she be my sister-in-law? And I was like, I had almost gotten over him, Lord. Why did she ask that? I was almost free. (laughs) And that's when it hit. It's like, yes, she can. And then I formally proposed to her September. A couple weeks later, yep. Well, July. That was July. That was July. And then we decided not to talk for a couple of weeks to pray, to mm -hmm. just separate from each other, and then come back. What did the Lord say to you? What did the Lord say to you? Um, And in that conversation, I was finally released after 11 months to tell him that I would be honored to be his wife. And he was like, you want to marry me? And I was like, duh. Um, So we literally were friends to engaged. To married. Never never dated. Our first date was February of, what year did we get married? 2007. 2007. We got March 2000. Mm -hmm. We got married March 2007, so we never, yeah. we never, we don't even really date now because we're like, how do we do that? We've always just been married. So we yeah. met in 05, engaged in 06, married in 07. <laughs> Friends to being engaged. To being um, married. To being married. Um, so, so with with me, with the part that frustrated her with me was God had to work some things out of me, mm-hmm. you know. Um, wanted to be married early. I always said by 25 I wanted to be married. But I had a lot of stuff he had to clear out because there's no way I'm going to go to a marriage marriage with all this baggage. I got to get this thing worked out. And and it wasn't fair to her to even think about coming to the to, to the altar with all this stuff. So I'm like, no, it's got to be worked out, you know. Um and so it was a period of time that I said, I, I can't even talk to you because I really wanted to hear God, you know. And um, I was like, you're even a distraction for me because we used to talk all the time. All night. All night. All, all night. night. I'm like, I, I can't hear because we're always talking. So I got to I gotta even shut down our conversations. I can't talk to you right now, you know. But, uh, it hurt, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. You know, but he, 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 it was so clear. It was, and and I tell, I whenever men ask me, I'm like, it was just like, it was clear. It was clear as day that she was my wife. You know, I finally got it because I can't. How how can I marry her off of a word she got? Right. You know. Right. And so God do- doesn't share anything with me, so he's just going to leave me in the dark. Okay, I gave her the word. Y'all go ahead and move forward. No, I want to hear clearly too, you know. And it was just so, so clear. She is my wife. Thank you, Dee Dee. That's my sister-in-law. Because <laughs> she begged me not to leave. She was like, please yeah. stay and wait. I was like, nope, I'm over it. <laughs> so how, Kim, how frustrating was that for you not to um, let him know? what God was telling you. I mean, oh. how how do you hold that for it? Oh. It was hard. It was hard because because we were so close and we were friends. Like that's my dog friend. Um 
we talked for hours a day. We text and all day, it was all day. And so we've invested so much time with each other, but then <laughs> this joker moved to Atlanta. Oh, sorry, I called you joker, but that, this is why. <laughs> and he started telling me about his exploits with women. Oh, <laughs> it was just like, okay, God, okay, okay. And I would get off the phone with him and I would cry because I felt I was being cheated on because I'm just like, but he didn't know who I was. He didn't know who he was. So there's no way he's gonna know who I am when he doesn't even know his identity. And so there was no way he could know who I was at the time, but I knew. And I still don't know why God gave me that foresight. <laughs> I'm like, you need more time with me? I was a hard case? What? Like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> what? Um, I don't know, but it was very frustrating, Adrian, because that whole time, I would be like, God, I just want him to know. And he would not release me to say it. I could not say it. I knew on the third day I met him, from the three days later after meeting him, Holy Spirit told me he was my husband. That was August 18th, 2005. I didn't release it to him till July 2006. End of July 2006, going into August. And his sister told him first, and then I told him I would be honored to be his wife. That was the first time I was able to say it. But if you talk to the people around me, my sister, I was like, I already met my husband. I know who he is. You know, I even got a, an engagement. I mean, I'm sorry, a proposal during that time, in that 11 months. And I said, oh, I'm sorry, I, I know who my husband is. I'm engaged already. They're like, we don't see a ring. I was like, I know, don't worry, it's uh, coming. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, that's faith. I mean, I had to stand on what God told me. And that's, it was that day he told me, and then I never heard it again. That was it. That reminds me that God's word does not change. It doesn't matter what happens in the middle. If he said it, it's so. It's us that we sometimes we get in the way and we wanna, like the proposal, you could have been like, oh, maybe I misheard God. Maybe this is who, cause it didn't come when you could, cause the proposal didn't come from Daryl when you wanted it to. I, I'm just so, amazed at um, your faith to just stay the course yeah. even though it yeah, looked that's... it didn't look like you maybe you want, dreamt it to have but it was mm -mm. it didn't it didn't look anything like it and I mean truly got a proposal on Thanksgiving night <laughs> sorry y'all I'm laughing at the memory but got a proposal on Thanksgiving night, I had an ex-boyfriend come back who broke my heart, who I absolutely loved. He was the last boyfriend I had before Daryl. Broke my heart, loved him, wanted to be his wife. Came back and I was like, what you doing here? He wanted to give it another shot. And I said, oh. I said, I know who my husband is and I'm sorry it wouldn't work anyway. It wouldn't work because I already know. And I had met Daryl like in August. That happened between August and December. So it wasn't even a long time that it happened. It was quick that that word was trying to be snatched from me. And I could have easily done it without explanation because he didn't know. He would have been in New Orleans. I would have been doing my life, but I just wanted to prove God so bad. I wanted to prove that I heard his word and that his word is true and that he didn't lie. I needed that. I needed that. 
And so we became engaged. He came to New York and asked my dad for my hand in marriage. Now, let me just tell you a little bit about my dad. Love my daddy. We live in the same city. My dad has never, he had never been to my apartment. Like, he probably had been to my apartment two times in the five years I lived there. And so I said, hey, dad, remember Daryl? Yeah, I remember Daryl. I said, yeah, he's in town. Because he came specifically to talk to my dad. And he goes, okay, great, I'm coming over. <laughs> okay. Sure, you're invited, come on over. And so he came over and he's just, he sits and he looks Daryl square in his eyes. What's going on? Daryl starts telling him I just bought a house, I'm in the singing group, I'm doing this. And my dad said, uh-huh. What else is going on? <laughs> like, What's get really to it, snap, snap. Um, and Daryl shyly asked for my hand in marriage. I wanted to know if I can marry your daughter. And I'm laughing, and I'm just sitting there like, you might as well just tell him he already knows. Like, my dad already knows why you're here. And he says, of course, you can marry her. He said, what took you so long? And I was like, right, right, dad. <laughs> like, what took him so long? Got me over there sweating. <laughs> he was I'm sweating. Like, Lord. He was nervous, um, and my dad was like, what took you so long? And I'm like, right, it took him so long. And so, daddy, you heard it too? I heard it too, what took him so long? Um, uh, and he said some words that I think some of the, you gotta listen to, like I said, my dad is my covering, and I honor and respect my dad so much, I'm a daddy's girl. And he said to him, had she come home with anybody else, I would have asked, where's Daryl? Mm. Yep. Mm. Wow. Mm -hmm. And so I think that, again, lots of intricacies, things that we have definitely left out because there was so much folded into that 11-month time period and then even after that. But there were so many pivotal moments, too. And I remember writing a story about my dad and how had I not listened to my dad, who was my earthly father, that night in Vegas, I would have missed an opportunity to learn how to listen to my Heavenly Father when He gave me an instruction. Mm -hmm. And I had to trust the voice of my, he my earthly father and do what He told me to do. Mm -hmm. And because of that, God honored me and allowed me to hear the voice just three days later, mm -hmm. His voice. And because I honored my dad that night, I was able to honor God when He gave me that instruction. Mm -hmm. But had I not, I would have missed, I would have missed it. Mm -hmm. I would have missed it. Mm -hmm. And so we never know how God is going to test us. We yeah. never know how all of these things play in. We never know. Like, we just never know. And we can't discount any of those moments because they are all intentional because God doesn't waste anything. Right. Yes. And that honor is so big. That honor to your father is so big. Yes. So yeah. big. I honor Even my parents. Don't understand. Like, being an adult, you're like, what? What do you mean? I'm grown. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but right. to be an adult and still honor him yeah mm -hmm. but being adult divorced with a child living on my own like my whole life is mine but what had i been doing for a whole year and a half almost two years before that submitting unto my father yes. and so then this opportunity comes up where i have to submit to my earthly father and i did it embarrassed tail between my legs right mm -hmm. i did it anyway i did it anyway and i told them why i was doing it i said i'm honoring god i gotta go mm -hmm. What did you think of when she said that, though? I mean, that was, was that just like a... I mean... Was it something different that you've heard, like, when you experience, you know, other girlfriends or whatever? Oh, yeah, when, absolutely. When you heard her say something like, I'm honoring my, my father through God, what did that say to you? Even though we laughed in the moment, 
I, it, I respected that, that she has honor for her, for her dad, her covering. Um, it was it was very respectable, you know. So I totally got it, you know. Um, so yeah, the clowning was just you know, you know, messing with her. But I totally, I, I respected that, absolutely. Um, one of the things I wanted to say as we, as we're talking, um, and if I can encourage men, one thing God had to do for me was cleanse me of this this, this spirit of womanizing. And so, because one thing she reminded me was when I was talking to her, I had I was going from from woman to woman to woman to woman, just trying to figure out okay, just okay, I'm in Atlanta now, I'm just trying to see who's out here and you know that I can settle down with but it was still a spirit of womanizing that was all for me that he had to work through through me as well now that I'm thinking about that you just um, reminded me um, and and that's why you know you know you you're not supposed to be promiscuous out here and 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 I had a lot of baggage you know um, that I had he had to just cleanse this out and I'm so grateful he did this because it's it, it was it was heavy it was heavy um not just with the ex-girlfriend it, i just had to get rid of, of that spirit and it comes down from generations you know um i've never seen a faithful man sad um just thinking about it never seen a faithful man never seen a healthy marriage never seen faithful marriage but I wanted to break that generational curse. Um, Amen. Yeah, you know, so it was very important to me um, to break that because, you know, I saw what it, you know, did to my mom and, you know, not having this healthy marriage. It was just, I'm like, I'm tired of seeing it. You know, it's, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta be this, you know. So God, God really, really doing the number on me, really, Working, working some things out of me uh, before he brought me to took him, and I'm very grateful to this day. And how many years together? Fourteen, 14 together, together. Thirteen married. Mm-hmm. They yeah. did that in unison. That's love. <laughs> <laughs> yep. We still together. <laughs> and I still like you. That's my baby. <laughs> Man, um, Daryl, just what you said speaks volumes to me because sometimes when things don't move as quickly as we want, we forget that God may be working the situation out or working on another person. Had you come to Kim, um, who knows what that situation would have been like if God hadn't healed you of the generational curse. Mm-hmm. Um you may not be together today. I, I don't know, but allowing God to do what He does best is important. He was cleaning you up so that you can be in right standing with Him, so that you can be the head of your house. Um, and I just think that is. I, I love your story. You guys have an amazing story. Yes. You're um, just amazing people of God. Um, I, I just feel honored to, to, yeah, to know 
who you guys are and be in friendship, family ship, because yes. I feel like yes. they're family. Oh, definitely. Um, oh, yeah. Definitely family. Definitely. Yeah. yeah, it's a it's definitely been a journey, right? Yes. Um yes. we learn all the time. We're still mm -hmm. learning. Still learning. Um we're still learning, but I'm I'm so grateful we have we're rounding out now and we're figuring it out even 14 years later. So if I can encourage some couples out there, we're gonna be figuring it out mm -hmm. <laughs> until the yeah. very Almost until the end, because we just change and grow over time, and that's what we should expect, and that was, that's what we should want. And just don't get discouraged. Don't get discouraged, especially if you know that God ordained you to be with this person. Yes, that's the key. In those those times when it has gotten hard, I remembered, where's Daryl? I remembered, had it been anybody else, I would have said, where's Daryl? I remembered... I remembered, you know, that I heard the voice of God three days in. I remember that his sister who didn't know me wanted me to be her sister-in-law and talked to me for two hours begging me never to leave him. Right? I, I, I remember those things because I have to. And now I, I can't even hear vows at, at a wedding without going there. What God has put together, let no man put asunder. I'm like, did God put them together? <laughs> did y'all hear from God? That's yeah, that's a whole <laughs> So, you know, we can really say God put us together. Mm -hmm. That's the story, because this is nothing but God. We mm -hmm. couldn't even write this if we wanted to. Couldn't write it if we tried. And I told him, if he tried to leave me, I'm just coming with him. So That's it. That's <laughs> Mad it. and all. I will mm -hmm. nag you all the way to wherever. But we going together. <laughs> Come on. Man, uh, this, your testimony is, is truly amazing um definitely what's needed to strengthen the body of christ and to just encourage um couples all around um and if we could daryl can you just pray us out absolutely come on, absolutely. Come on preach preacher father we thank you we thank you for this opportunity god to just come together god and just give you glory give you glory god and just brag on you tonight god thank you lord god we thank you for just being an awesome God. Thank you, Lord. You are so awesome, strategic in yes. how you move, God, and yes. you continue to blow our minds. Thank you, And we Lord. thank you, Father. Thank you for marriage, thank God, you, ordaining this marriage, God, just thank to be you, beautiful, God. Thank you for married, godly friends, God. Yes, thank you. God. Thank you for being the center of all of this, God. You, and God, continue to pour out on the books, God. Thank you for them. Thank you for their hearts, God. Adrian and Nicole, God, we thank you for them. Continue to just, just, just pour out, God, the ministry for the ministry. Continue to grow it. God, your hand is all already on it, God. We thank you for, for them, God. Continue to just, just elevate them, God as they give you the glory yes, and the honor. Yes, and Father, continue to bless this podcast and may it fall on someone's ear who needs to hear. Yes, Lord. Who needs to hear and get a touch from you. Touch, heal, Thank and you, deliver. God. Thank God. you, Lord. Through this podcast, God, somebody needs to hear these words, God. Thank you, Lord. To, 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 to provoke a change. 
a change, God. Thank you, Lord. I let them ask the question, God, what must I do to be saved and live for you, God, like these godly people that are on this podcast. Thank you, Father, for this platform. In your darling son, Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen.